1: I'm cast beneath her spell
2: Daylight comes, our heaven turns
0: And passed away on this date back in 1988 at the age of 52. The song, She's a Mystery to Me, for quick points out of the gate on Oilers Now, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, which prominent, and I do mean prominent, singer wrote that song specifically for Roy Orbison. This is Oilers Now, Bob Stauffer with you, and you can uh, reach us, as you know, on Oilers Now. And we'll tell you that orders now is brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Yes, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. This is going to be a heavily interactive show today. We're going to have a window for you to participate. You can reach us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. And you can also reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Same number. 780-496-0063. Ring in the new year with Trooper December 30th. Big Sugar December 31st. Tickets and more information. Uh, Janie and the gang out of the River Cree. They'll take care of you. Tickets and more information at resortcom And, uh, Yeah, well, uh, here's what we're going to do today. We're going to recap the game last night. Did not go Edmonton's way. They were the second-best team from start to finish, other than goaltender Stuart Skinner, who, frankly, was brilliant. Uh, So we'll have some thoughts on last night, get to some comments today from Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft, along with Jack Hamill. The Oilers did not skate today, but Jack uh, was made available. I'll have a one-on-one interview with Jack in the final half hour of the show. Uh, Frank Cerevali for our friends at Horse racing alberta live standard bread racing uh, friday and saturday out at century mile for more information visit thehorses.com that's standard bread racing live friday and saturday at century mile frank saravalli coming down the pipe at 12:35, and then at one o'clock it's you the orders are 14 and 12 what do they need to do here we know they're dealing with some injuries right now uh would you be prepared to start moving out a couple picks, maybe second, third, fourth round, those sort of things, and address some areas of weaknesses? I'd like to get your thoughts. We'll go down that path at 105 today. The Edmonton Oil Kings host the Medicine Hat Tigers tonight, 135. Uh, Oil Kings General Manager Kurt Hill is here. We'll also tell you that uh, we will have a situation where uh, the Arizona Coyotes are here. They're actually going to hit the ice. I just bumped into Dylan Gunther as well. Again, an off day on the ice for the Edmonton Oilers. Other than Zach Hyman did skate today. That's a good sign. He did not skate Sunday. I know I had an individual suggest to me, oh, Stoffer, you missed it. I was here on Sunday, okay? He did not participate in any of the team's drills on Sunday. Zach Hyman skated today. Uh, The Oilers Warren Fogle was amongst the guys skating out this morning, but uh, Hyman did hit the ice for a while that it could be a positive sign for the orders after he got his uh, head smoked in a cross check from Joel Edmondson the other night in the 5-3 victory over the Montreal Canadiens. But the rest of the Oilers players, several of them who played big minutes in last night's 3-2 loss against the Washington Capitals, cc played 22 18 barry played twenty forty seven. kulak played 21 13 dry played twenty three zero three. mcdavid played 23 27 nugent hopkins played 22 22 and uh, so they gave the team uh, i frankly a much needed off day. because I, I gotta tell you i think edmonton lacks some juice washington was infinitely the better team they outshot the Oilers 50 to 30 and again Stuart skinner was terrific um Again, you can text us at 780 496 0063. Do we have a correct answer yet, by the way, on who wrote the song? Um, she's a mystery to me for Roy Orbison. Again, Roy Orbison passing away on this date back in 1988. So, Frank Servali at 1235, you at 105, Kurt Hill, Oil Kings GM at 135 today, and at 14748, Jack Campbell, Oilers Netminder as well. And uh, we will tell you the top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. It actually, you know, since we already brought up Zach Hyman on today's show, uh, we're going to talk a bit about Reed Schaefer uh, being selected to Team Canada's camp. Uh, This is an important player for the Oilers organization. Um, You'd like to hit, even if it's a late first rounder, Uh, I have some theories on, you know, how the Oilers draft, where they have success from, and my expectation is they need to be right on Reed Schaefer, and I think they ultimately will be, and it's exciting. He's playing on a real good team in Seattle with several players that are headed off to the World Juniors. Their goaltender, Thomas Milich, uh, is uh, going to that selection camp. Uh, Kevin Korchinski is a stone cold mortal walk is a, a first round pick seventh overall Chicago Blackhawks they got the goal uh, the other defenseman uh, the Chicago first rounder that was in PA Nolan Allen uh, but Reed would be really exciting for the Oilers organization if he can end up making that team six foot four two nineteen Oilers need a bit of the bite that he has you know in theory you would think he's probably a year and a half away not so slow you never know. He's got a pretty unique skill set. All right, uh, let's get to it. Brendan Escott's back in the 630 Chance Studios. Brendan, how you doing? Doing well. I wish they were coming off a win last night, Bob, but it can't all be wins, I suppose. Well, uh, you know what? There haven't been enough wins. Like, there's an expectation of where the team's supposed to be right now, and we're going to recircle back to this conversation uh, at 105 before we take calls, Brendan. Just before we get to last night's game, I, I you know what? You heard the trivia question yesterday that we asked. Since the 2003 NHL draft, rounds two, for, two through seven, the Edmonton Oilers, since 2003, have drafted one player that's had a 60-point season in the NHL. That player was in the house last night, Eric in the defense He did it with the Chicago Blackhawks. And all I can think of is the way the NHL has gone with the salary gap, okay? Basically, if you're a good team, there's opportunities to get players to bite, at, we, we've created a high-low mechanism that's occurred in the cap. You, you pay your top-end guys, and support guys go where the teams are good because it's about winning. Because the money, you know, seven fifty one place, eight fifty another, whatever the case. And I just, I got to tell you, I'm not tied anymore. Given the position the orders are in with McDavid and Drysdale, and again, one player. Since two th- since the 2003 draft, rounds two for s- through seven for the Oilers organization, one player has had a 60-point season in the NHL. He didn't even do it in Edmonton, and it's a defenseman. And I'm thinking to myself, Brendan, I'm moving some picks out to improve this team as the season goes on. Now, some would say you got to give up your number one in Broberg and, you know, pull your for the money to work out to go get Chickren. I'm not ready to make that move, but I'm certainly ready to move a second or a third to give some more forward depth because right now this team's hurting and they could use a boost. What about you? Yeah, I, again, as soon as you eclipse that
3: American Thanksgiving for me, now it's time to put things into action. And on the night-to-night basis, we're still seeing a bit of the win-loss, win-loss. And uh, that's only going to get you so far, Bob. So whether it's a Zach McEwen type, whether it's, even if it's a defensive addition, I'm not sure where Ken Holland's headspace is at with this. But to me, the time is, is creeping up very quickly to make
0: a move, for sure. All right, it wasn't a trivia question, but several of you jumped in. It was uh, bottom and the edge from you 2 that wrote the song for Roy Orbison, Scrappy and Red Deer, Alex, Roger, amongst the texters that have reached out into the uh, show uh, and keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Love it. Several of yours are, uh, Ken has texted the show to say, Unless you're adding a top three forward, any trades at this point, simply not worth it. Stick with the program from Ken. What I would say to that, Ken, is I, I, I think they need to improve their bottom six even when they get some of these forwards back. And we saw last night, I didn't mind Yamamoto at all. Um, Young Riley says, I do not want to buy that getting a couple of grinders who play 10 minutes a night is going to significantly reduce the goals against, which is by far the biggest problem. We need a significant acquisition on the D, somebody who can push the other D down a pairing and a slot in this defense coring. That one comes to us from Young Riley. Fair comment. Fair comment. But I think the short-term plan is to see where Broberg can go. You know, we have people that are... Uh, sitting there suggesting that I, I believe the I believe the request so I'm just gonna throw to a, a, sort of a I think if I'm Arizona I'd have to get Broberg and the orders number one is any part of the deal with Chickering. then Edmonton ha- and probably another asset and then Edmonton has to include some money so and this is where it's gone with yes a poly I and I know there's some uh, it's now become a vocal minority on the pauly front because he's got one goal all season. He's basically got seven goals in about his last 63, 64 NHL games. Um, at this stage of the game, it's it's the money at this point. Like, I don't think there's teams. Put it this way. I'm not sure the Oilers would trade a number one Broberg, pauly and say a guy like Lavoie for Chickren. And I'm not sure that would be enough for Arizona. Just, I've had a chance to have a couple conversations over the last three months with Bill Armstrong. I have a pretty good idea what they're looking for. We'll talk about this with Frank Sarabali coming up a little bit later on on Oilers Now. Let's get to it. Orders were in action last night, and yes, several of you jumped the board on the uh, Bono and Edge writing the song for uh, the legendary voice that was Roy Orbison. We're in the orders Now audio vault for direct workwear, proud to offer on-site seams services and embroidery. Get your workwear and have it customized all in one trip. Cam Moon on the call last night.
2: Oilers have won four their last five and they host the Washington Capitals because nets off to Oshie across to Ovechkin and shot saved by Skinner. The rebound. He stops that too. Pass goes off. A stick comes right back to him. He'll bring it in through the middle. Well, shoot. Glove. Save made by Skinner.
3: It's never perfect out there and he's, uh, he's a brick wall for us and it's, it feels good, you know, and he just, he looks confident in there. He's stopping pucks. He shows them no net and uh, it, it helps our team a ton.
2: Eugene Hopkins off the left wing boards to the blue line. Kula Back to the middle. His shot scores! Brett Kulak let it go from the point. There was traffic in front of the net, and it's 1-0 Edmonton. He's up top of the circle. That's kept in. It goes to Eller. He's all alone. The shot scores. Over to Ovechkin. Has it on the left wing to the blue line. Carlson. He gave it away. Here comes McDavid. Short-handed breakaway. McDavid scores! Class
0: player that is Connor McDavid and just the great hand-eye coordination to
2: knock the pass down. He took a look, he didn't even go into high gear. Side of the net in front to Oshie scores. Went off to skate to Kulak. Now a pass up the middle. Protus again, a partial break. He drops it. The shot scores down, following up. Goes glove side on Skinner, and the Capitals are up 3-2. The Washington Capitals will come into Rogers' place and win this one 3-2 over the Edmonton Oilers. All right, there you go.
0: Uh, frustrating night for Edmonton, but at the end of the day, Washington was just better. And look, the Capitals, I think, are probably a little bit more used to dealing with the injury issues. The other thing that happened here is they knew they didn't have Backstrom and Wilson to start the season, so they basically brought in Strom and Connor Brown to replace them. Then Connor Brown got hurt. Um, they ended up picking off uh, Sonny Milano. I got asked by A uh, Hall of Fame player today. You know, why wasn't Edmonton in on Sonny Milano? Many of you would know he went to Calgary's uh, training camp on a PTO, ultimately signed with Washington. The Oilers elected to to bring in Jake Furtanen on a PTO, and Jake just simply didn't move the needle at all here at Edmonton, and Milano basically earned himself an NHL contract. Today, Jay Woodcroft, uh, this is updated audio from about 1145 this morning. Here's Jay Woodcroft on the loss to Washington.
1: Went through that game with a fine tooth comb and uh, obviously there's areas of improvement to work on and uh, there was some good stuff as well. Um, again, we found ourselves in a 2-2 hockey game going into the third period, probably not the way we wanted to get there, but we were in that position. I saw us have a 2-on-1 and a 3-on-2 early in the third period. We were unable to convert and uh, we made made a big error and ended up in the back of our net and that uh, came off of a
0: rush. Last night, Evan Bouchard, bit of a misread on three-two goal. Uh, he ended up uh, in Chateau Bow Wow and was uh, sat on the bench. Jay Woodcroft was asked about the balancing act between punishment and teaching.
1: Yeah, you know what? I think um, I think you're talking you're talking Bouch there. Yeah, uh, I think uh, with Bouch, uh, when that play was made, is about the last ten minutes or so in the game. I don't know the exact. 30. Yeah, thirteen minutes. Yeah. Um, And, uh, you know, at that point, I think, what do you finish with? about 16, 17 minutes in the game. I think he was tracking to what a normal game for him would be, if not a little bit more. I think uh, in that that play, it's not on one person. I I didn't think that plays on one person. Um, But saying that, we're trying to win a game in the moment. And, um, you know, I thought we had a few looks as that period went on. Obviously, uh, Holloway made that great play to, to Nugent Hopkins. Their goaltender made a save. We had a couple other looks. We didn't get it done last night, and for me, um, balancing like those big moments and, and whatnot, I think there's teachable moments and, and growth moments, and that's what you hope for, especially for younger guys, is to learn from those moments and, and get better as you move forward.
0: Jay Woodcroft also added some additional perspective on messaging to the players when they make mistakes and struggle.
1: I think our messaging has been quite consistent right off the bat, um, which is that you know, we want to make sure that we're pushing people to be the best that they can be. Um, I think different people respond to different stimulus. I think uh, the way uh, we try and work as a coaching staff is to um, go through a sequence of events so, um, you know, if something happens, um, you know, early in a game, obviously, you're not going to sit somebody for a whole game, but they might sit for a little bit just to get the message. I think if it's towards the end of the game, you know, you, you feel that out. I think also you take in mind, um, you know, uh, different points along the way. Um, that influence that and I'm a big believer in that I'm a big believer in sequence of events our coaching staff is a big believer in sequence of events and the biggest thing is is that we want growth and not growth just from one person we want growth from all 23 people we thought there was a moment that we could collectively be better in Um, we didn't find it last night
0: That is Jay Woodcroft. Uh, He is the head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. We're in the Oilers now audio vault, uh, which has been sponsored by Direct Workwear for the last eight years on this show. The Oilers gave up 50 shots on goal against last night. Uh, Washington's power play, their first power play of the game, I think they had eight shots on goal in the power play. And Jay was asked today whether he's concerned about the team defense after last night's shot totals.
1: Yeah, did you compare the even strength shots um, yeah. I thought they were quite similar, uh, very That's very similar. Twenty-three twenty in the first. I think. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but if you actually look at the full game, yeah. and what what on net even strength shots where they were quite even. The biggest difference was in their power play. They had three power plays and they had a, a lot of good looks and, and shot attempts off of that. Um, I know so, that can be a yeah, misleading Yeah, and, that, yeah and, the, and so for me, I look at, at chances. Uh, that's how we go. Um, were we happy with what we gave up last night? No, you're never happy when you give up 50 shots on net. Um, you know. We're working our way through some injuries. We're working our way through a tough point in our schedule, and we're not alone in doing that. Those aren't excuses. Uh, but last night, was that up to, up to par or what our standard is? No. Uh, we have better. We know it, and we're focused on resting up and getting our energies up uh, so that we can play a good game tomorrow against Arizona.
0: There you go. That's Jay Woodcroft, the head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. Now, Jack Campbell did an, an availability. And uh, was asked today, are the struggles for him tactical or mental? Yeah, I think for me it's just relaxing, going out and just playing my game. And uh, obviously it hasn't been the start that I wanted, and I expect a lot more for myself. But, you know, it's been a great week of practice. I'm going to get out of it and just got to continue to keep working. There you go. That is uh, Edmonton Oilers netminder Jack Campbell. It's 1225 at Edmonton. Special shout-out at this time uh, to Mitch, who is uh, working up in Chate. That's near Assumption. Uh, Is that right? Uh, Minus 40 up there today. Wow. It's cold. Hey, wherever you are in northern Alberta, uh, it might be a little frigid out there, but I'm going to tell you right now, the heat, uh, the Oilers got to get going. We know that. We'll give you the opportunity to talk on 105. When we come back, we'll get to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. You're listening to Oilers now. Oilers, Chris, is Texas on the Ashley Fine Floors Text line at 1227. He says, Bob, we... Eat can't keep giving up the shots on goal that we are every game. It's the system we play. We should change to a 1-3-1 that every other team plays against us. Our transition game is not good enough, and if it keeps up, we will not make the playoffs. That one comes to us from Oilers, Chris. I'll stand by it. 47-52 to wins. That was my preseason prediction. Uh, That said, they're at 14-12 and right now. They're not on that pace. Absolutely fair comment. Here we go. Dan to HL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local brand and merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com, and here is Brendan.
2: Scott.
3: Nine games in the league tonight. Ottawa's home to Los Angeles. Uh, Winnipeg entertains Florida. Toronto visiting Dallas and Montreal. Second of a back-to-back they get Seattle in the Pacific Northwest. Nathan McKinnon sounds like he's going to miss some time according to coach Jared Bednar. He left last night's loss in Philly early uh, with an upper body injury. He's got 33 points in 22 games this year. Uh, Bakersfield currently in action. I'm just trying to bring up the Squirrel-less
0: early second period.
3: Thank you very much. It's the uh, the field trip him, just so you know. day. There you go. All right, Bob's got the AHL package. <laughs> the uh, oil, the Oil Kings welcoming Medicine Hat to town tomorrow. Kurt Hill coming up at 1:35 today to tell you about another trade with the Kamloops Blazers. They picked up the rights to another US uh, draft pick. Also Saturday, Teddy Bear Toss game in support of 6:30 Jed Santa's Anonymous. Golden Bears sitting second in the Canada West standings. They are behind the Calgary Dinos after. After the, the loss, the weekend sweep, uh, last two weekends ago now. Uh, but they are at the winter break, Bob. They'll resume conference play in the new year.
0: There you go. Uh, it 12:29 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer, Brendan S. Scott with you. We are going to head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back for Friends of the Horses in Horse Racing, Alberta, Frank Saravali from Daily Faceoff.